Welcome to the Three Martini Lunch. Grab a stool next to Greg Corumbus of Radio America and Jim Garrity of National Review. Three Martinis coming up. Welcome to Three Martini Lunch. I'm Rich McFadden for your Friday martinis, along with Jim Garrity from National Review. Greg Corumbus back next week from vacation. So today we're going to round out your week with a couple of the uh, good, bad, and crazy martinis, as they always do here. Uh, so let's start out with the good, Jim. Let's get everybody rolling today. Uh, PolitiFact is looking at the Wuhan virus and maybe having a little change of heart. Yeah, kind of striking. Now, you'll understand if I spike the football every time someone who says, uh, oh, no, this definitely couldn't have been a a lab accident or lab escape. And Uh then they start backtracking. We've seen 18 scientists write to Science Magazine. The Washington Post editorial board said that uh, China is certainly acting like they have something to hide. But this one from PolitiFact is really striking. Because back in September 2020, in response to a guest who was on the Tucker Carlson program, uh, they, you know, they said the idea that the or the notion that the coronavirus was derived from a lab. I noticed that wording uh, was pants on fire. That is the most, you know, <laughs> extreme denunciation they could say. And they said they, you know, they cited public health authorities. Now, the really kind of fascinating. Give credit where it's due. Politifact has retracted that assessment, and they now kind of have their, their, you know, they're they're openly admitting they don't know. This is this assertion is now more widely disputed. For that reason, we are removing this fact check from our database pending a more thorough review. Currently, we consider the claim to be unsupported by evidence and in dispute. I would agree with that. I do think that the you know, circumstantial evidence that this is you know, a, a connected to a lab accident is, uh, is starting to mount. And let's mm-hmm. point out how frequently these terms kind of get thrown around. But you know, from a lab, derived from a lab, escaped from a lab, grown in a lab. Look, it's entirely possible that this is a naturally occurring virus found in bats. We know that the Wuhan Institute of Virology and we know that the Wuhan Centers for Disease Control were both doing research on coronaviruses in bats. So when we say this, we're not saying it was cooked up by some sort of like uh, a deleb- deliberate genetic engineering or something like that. And then there's this aspect called gain of function research. I won't go through the yep. whole rigmarole here, but basically it's the idea of taking a, t- a type of virus. And let's say you have it and you know it's got a certain level of dangerousness and you apply some solvent or something like that that kills off about 90% of it. And then you have the strongest and most, you know, toughest 10% of that. And then you do the same process again. And now you, you, then you, you know, take another, you know, 90% off of that. Well, eventually what you're left with are the strongest, most durable, most virulent and most contagious versions of that virus. And you're not really doing anything unnatural to it. You're just kind of accelerating the pace of evolution, putting it through a process to get into that. And a lot, some scientists say this kind of stuff is extremely dangerous and no responsible scientist should do this. Other scientists say, wait a second, you know, if you want to know how to stop a really dangerous virus, you need a really dangerous virus to work with to see what works against it. So, um, I'm kind of agnostic on that particular aspect, but you put all this together. I think what's been really fascinating and probably most frustrating over the last year were the number of people who just simply asserted, if you want to say, Jim, there's not enough evidence to say this definitively happened. I agree. Right. When you say, oh, this is ridiculous. This is pish posh. This is a conspiracy theory. You might as well be talking about Bigfoot and aliens and stuff. Yep. Um, No, that that doesn't strike me as particularly uh, accurate. That struck me as... I don't know whether that was a desire to defend the process of science. I don't know if that was just a knee-jerk opposition to things Trump were saying. I don't know if that was a knee-jerk uh, fear. I'm going to go with the knee-jerk to Trump thing. Yeah. Shouldn't underestimate that. You know, this idea, well, Trump's saying it must be false. Right. You know? Exactly. 
Broken clocks can be right twice a day. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, you know, it, it's it's a relief that at least somebody is uh, admitting that they will take a look at or at least be open to some information about it, because that is the only way that we can really get ahead of this thing ever happening again is by seeing what caused it. And if you just close your eyes to what caused it, we are in trouble. And that is stressful. It is. You know what I do for stress? I chew <laughs> gum. Ah, I chew gum. Good. I chew gum. I chew gum. If, whenever my jaws get tight, I chew gum. But you know what? Not all gum is created equal. Some come in fancy packaging and some cover up just bad breath and others are loaded with sugar that can wreak havoc on your teeth. But luckily, oral experts at Quip have made a gum that stands out from the pack and one that can help cavities and taste great. So how do we use Quip, Jim, to really kind of keep us, you know, and, and I've thought about this, I, you know, and I've done this for on and off for years is after you eat a meal and you don't have access to a toothbrush, throw some gum in and get rid of it. But now this gum is made specifically to help you clean your teeth. Yes. And this comes from Quip, the company that reinvented the toothbrush for the modern age. They've done it again, this time for chewing gum. They've launched a new gum that is actually good for your oral health and comes in a dispenser that will remind you of the one-click candy that you loved as a kid. Remember, you should go, beep, give it out to yep. people like that. Now, it's not a substitute for brushing and flossing, but it is a great support for your oral health. You can pair it with a Quip electric toothbrush for adults and for kids and their refillable floss and more great products. In addition to gum packs, Quip also delivers fresh brush heads, floss and toothpaste refills every three months for just $5. Oh. And shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the misery of in-store shopping. You know, I, to me, having a toothbrush show up at my door every three months so that I don't need to go refill it and having all these packages delivered to me, that's, you got me right there. You, I'm done. <laughs> sign me up. How do I get it? Where do I go? What do I sign to get this? You go to getquip.com slash martini. And if you go right now, you can get a free plastic dispenser with any refill plan. That is a free dispenser at getquip.com slash martini. Now, if you happen to be spelling challenged, it's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I. IP.com slash martini. You can also find the Quip electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and more in the oral care aisle at your local Walmart. And this is from Quip, the good habits company. All right. I'm on that one. That's a great idea for me. I need that help. All right. So on to our bad martini here. Um, I think, yeah, one thing I never, ever, ever, ever thought I would see in my life is this Palestinian support that we see growing here. And I, I, I think because of the squad in part, but you know, I see friends on Facebook posting anti-Jewish sentiment, pro-Palestinian sentiment, and I just don't understand it. And it seems like it's getting worse. What's going on? Yeah. Really frightening events in New York city yesterday. Uh, at least 26 people arrested. Some of this was in times square and some of this was in the nearby diamond district. Uh, probably the most frightening case, uh, particular event was when a bystander was burned by a firework. Uh, I sent a woman and two police officers to the hospital. And the NYPD Hate Crimes Task Force launched an investigation into a gang assault of a Jewish man near the protests. 
Uh, a couple of days earlier in Los Angeles, you had a similar event where there was an attack on a group of men in a restaurant in the Beverly Grove area, also being investigated, investigated by police as a possible hate crime. Um, both of these circumstances, look, uh, you know, people who listen to this podcast know where I'm coming from on Middle East issues, know where Greg's coming from. And I suspect the same thing for, you know, you yourself, Rich, yeah. if you're Chad, but you know, it's a free country. You want to protest, you have every right in the world to protest. You want to yeah. post stuff on Facebook that I don't like, Hey, go ahead. But yeah. once you start throwing firecracks at people, firecrackers at people, once you start throwing water bottles at people, once it turns into physical assault, you're not a protester anymore. And uh, Noam Bloom was one of my, you know, uh, a guy I follow on Twitter, and I think he's a very sharp-eyed guy, noticed how many times they were referred to as pro-Palestinian protesters. And he points out, it's not, once, once you start physically assaulting people, you're not really a protester anymore. You're a mob, right? This right. Is, you know, he uses the term going full brown shirt for them. So there is almost in the, the language used to discuss these events, um, a little bit of whitewashing, a little bit of downplaying. Um, a little bit of describing it in the terms for things we think of as being protected by the First Amendment. Look, folks, assault is not protected by the First Amendment. It certainly is not. And it's just, I, it, I, I want to know that our politicians are on board with who we support in the Middle East. I mean, it's just crazy to me that you have a country and a people here in the middle of this area hated by everyone that surrounds them. And then you support the people that deny their right to even exist. I don't even get that. Yeah. I, look, yeah, I think uh, uh, my you know former colleague, Jonah Goldberg laid it out. Well, a couple of days ago, where he observed that like, look, if any country had rockets fired at it, it would respond. Yeah. That, that's right. just, you know, there is not a country on earth that would right. you know have rockets landing in its neighborhoods and say, well, we deserve this. Or, well, we, we see they have a point. We're not going to do anything. We're going to go to the negotiate. Every country in the world would respond for military force. That's just what countries are meant to do. Their purpose is to protect their people. You could apply, you know, the, the, whether if you think of like Norway as your favorite country in the whole wide world, the Norwegians would react the same way. If you yeah. think North Korea is the worst country in the world, the North Koreans, you know, every country would react this way. Canadians would do it. And they're the nicest people ever. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right. You know what everybody needs? Everybody needs to chill. They need some of the quick gum to stress release, but you know what they need even more of? A good night's sleep. Everybody needs a good night's sleep. And what's the best way to get a good night's sleep? Mypillow.com. If you don't have a good pillow or good sheets or good towels when you get up and you take a shower in the morning, you are starting your day off wrong. So let's go to MyPillow.com and do a little shopping for some towels. And if you haven't used these towels, let me tell you something. These are the most absorbent and soft towels that I have ever used in my life. And you don't have to believe me. Go to MyPillow.com, order some, because right now, Three Martini Lunch has a deal for you. Indeed, if you go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square, enter the promo code MARTINI. Or you can just call 1-800-874-0104. And while you're there, you should take advantage of the deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow premium pillows, and the new My Slippers. And you can get your MyPillow six-piece towel set for just $44.98. But it's only with the promo code MARTINI. Once again, go out and call 1-800-874-0104 or visit MyPillow.com today. You know who could use a good pillow? The Cuomo brothers. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I think, I think Andrew's been resting on his laurels for a while. <laughs> All right. So Chris Cuomo is advising his brother, Andrew, from seeing how does a yeah. guy who's in the media that covers politics even think it's even close to okay to be able to advise his brother who's alleged to have some kind of sexual improprieties? Yeah, look, this is every time you think you've heard the worst, and we really can attribute this now to the Cuomo brothers. This is a scandal that flows both ways. Uh, you know, it's, it's one thing, you know, the governor, uh, we, I don't feel the need to rehash all the stuff about the nursing homes, the decisions, the cover-up, uh, all of the, I think we're up to nine women who uh, have se- accused him of sexual harassment, all of uh-huh. whom are either former employees or governor's mansion employees or somebody who'd be very reasonable to believe they'd be in contact with this person. Bill Cosby's uh, starting to get jealous. I was going to say, it's past the Al Franken standard. You know, it's, right, it's, yes. the Al Franken standard is the first seven are free, but the eighth one, that's really gets you in trouble. But now he's at nine. Um, but, you know, I think, and from the very beginning, and I've, I've been kind of trading comments with people on, on Twitter about this all morning. So for a long while, CNN did have the policy that Chris Cuomo would not interview or feature or, or have stories about his brother, Andrew, the governor. And, you know, that was a good policy. I don't think you should cover your siblings because it's not really capable of being uh, objective about that. CNN's got a lot of reporters. If Chris Cuomo, if Andrew Cuomo needs to do an interview, he can do it with Anderson Cooper or or anybody else in their their lineup. During the pandemic, CNN basically said, ah, we're suspending the rule. And you might say, okay, this is an extraordinary story. And there's a little bit of a human interest there or something like that. But it also, along the way, like, it didn't. It went well beyond, you know, Governor. What's the situation in the state today? I'm sure many of our listeners remember the goofy prop comedy with the giant uh, swabs, and they kind of did yeah. this like Smothers Brothers routine of Mom always liked you first, best. Yeah. Um, and it turned into just about the most. If you're Andrew Cuomo, that's the best. You know, CNN primetime turning itself over to you to kind of act goofy and human and just like the best, most swell guy in the world with your brother. Like you can't buy publicity that good. You, you know, that, that is as, big, as good as it get. And I made this point in the morning jolt today. For four years, we heard people accusing Fox News Channel of being state-run television because it was too friendly to President Trump. And then you know, about eight years before then, people were saying, MSNBC, man, it's practically state-run television because it's so kind to Obama. But in this case, CNN primetime really was becoming a de facto extension of the governor's office. Yeah. Because not only was it like lots of lots of TV shows will give friendly coverage uh, to a particular lawmaker. In this case, Andrew Cuomo, uh, Chris Cuomo was advising Andrew Cuomo on how he should handle sexual harassment allegations. Mm. Like on, on mm. Jeff Zucker and CNN's dime, Chris mm. Cuomo was trying to figure out how do we make these allegations go away? How do, how do we mm. overcome that? Like, you know. It's such a degree. And he, he issued a statement last night and he said he was sorry. And I think a lot of people are very much doubting whether he's sorry. But what's absolutely mind boggling. CNN issues a statement saying it's it's inappropriate. Yeah, no Shinola, Sherlock. You know. <laughs> well, inappropriately, uh, that's one word. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Here's my prediction that in within the next decade, both of these guys will be uh, sharing a jail cell together because they both will be accused of the same thing. There's no doubt in my mind that these guys are two twins when it comes to stuff like that. It, it you know, I, I certainly can't say that's, you know, out of the realm of possibility. We know Andrew Cuomo is under a couple of federal investigations, uh, one about the obviously the sexual harassment from the New York State Attorney General. 
Um, some of them, and also just about the uh, whether they gave intentionally false information to federal regulators about what was going on in the nursing homes. So there's two things there. Chris Cuomo, it's less of an issue of anything that may have broken the law. Um, what it does appear to be is a you know glaring, flashing neon sign violation of journalistic ethics, and the sort of thing that you'd expect to see. You know, one everybody like in a lot of places you think that'd be a firing offense. Secondly, right. don't you think this is the sort of thing that would make Brian Stelzer like jump up out of his chair and and just you know turn beet mm-hmm. red? Like, you know, but I'm sure you know somebody at Fox News did something stupid, so he's going to do you know a special special two hours episode all about that or something like that. It's right. mind boggling. And besides, I'm going to credit my uh, uh, my colleague Kyle Smith for coming up with the phrase CNN stands for Cuomo Nepotism Network. Um, <laughs> But just an observation That's that, like, I, there, there, for a long time, you could argue CNN wasn't as bad as MSNBC. And I think this basically oh, validates no. every criticism from yeah. everybody on the right going back. Like, they became a PR shop for a notoriously corrupt Democratic official. You know, but they it doesn't matter, do does it? it? It doesn't matter because the people that watch CNN don't care. So until something becomes criminal and somebody goes to jail... It just doesn't matter. I, I regret to say that that does appear to be the case. I mean, you hear there, apparently there are some rumblings of discontent within the ranks of CNN. Apparently, there were some folks who were not comfortable with this when during the, the height of the nasal swab shtick and stuff like that. Right. Look, if you work, work at CNN and you're listening to this podcast, first of all, thank you. And then secondly, <laughs> um, speak up. If you, if you really think there's something wrong yeah. here, if you feel like this is See not something, say CNN something. Values, say so, and maybe you can pressure management to do something about it because yeah. the reputation of CNN, if, it, if there was any trust on the right, it's now completely vaporized because of just how bad it's been. Right. Hey, and it's not like their ratings can do, go down any further. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, that's has no play in this. Nobody cares. You know, mm-hmm. we're just here to set the narrative. And that's all we care about to the few people that actually do watch the network. Uh, and, you know, it's they've got a little pull. So it's uh, it's dangerous. It's dangerous indeed. Oh, Rich, thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. All right. So there you go. Ending on the uh, the kind of lighter, sillier, uh, crazier uh, martini there. Uh, Greg, back with you on Monday for your three martini Monday. And Jim will be here with you as well. That's Jim Garrity from National Review Online. Rich McFadden with Radio America saying have a great weekend. Hi, it's Dana Lash, host of The Dana Show. Every day, I'm here to keep you up to speed on the most important stories and info that you need to know in your very busy life. And if you're always on the go and you want to stay connected, just download our daily podcast and take it with you. It's a great way to get up to speed on what you need to know and what legacy media may not be telling you. Visit danaradio.com and click on the podcast link or subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.